Hello, my name is Pete. This is Social Distance. So at last, he did it. The long wait is over. Congratulations, President-elect Joseph Robinette Biden. Robinette. Robinette is a Canadian name, as far as I can tell. Um, funny name, that, isn't it? Robinette. Um, anyway, and Kamala Harris, who becomes the first person of colour to reach... Uh, the vice presidency or vice president-elect at the moment and also the first woman obviously um, first person from uh, Southeast Asia her mother uh, was born in India her mother is called Shamala and uh, for a trailblazer in her own right a scientist and uh, you know incredible woman it seems uh, well, clearly an incredible woman because she's the mother of Kamala Harris. And Kamala, just on this quickly, on Kamala Harris's mother, Kamala um, was asked, what would you what would you say that your, uh, if your mother was here today, because her mother is dead, um, what would she say knowing that you're in this fight against Trump? And Kamala said that her mother would say, make sure you beat him which is very good and they did it and they did it in no small part because of the um, the black vote the black vote in um, you know uh, Detroit in Atlanta in Philadelphia in Milwaukee and you know these key swing states that we've been looking at my prediction wasn't too bad. Texas, we obviously didn't get Texas, the Democrats. But apart from that, I would, and also we didn't get the um, second district in Maine either. But apart from that, um, <laughs> but apart from that, apart from not getting fucking Texas, Jesus, that guy, I hope that guy's out of his fucking job, that dude from Houston University telling me I was going to get Texas fucking prick. But what you know what, though, old James Carville as well. I wonder how he feels. I haven't heard what he's been saying about this. Probably keeping his head down because he thought it was going to be a blowout, didn't he? Yeah. Anyway, it wasn't a blowout, but what did we? How was my prediction? That's the main thing coming out of this. Is how did I do? <laughs> like fucking Nate Silver. Right. Um, it's Florida. I was right that we didn't get it. Um, North Carolina. I was right that we didn't get it. Pennsylvania, I was right that we would get it. Wisconsin, I was right that we would get it. Michigan, I was right that we would get it. And uh, Atlanta, uh, uh, Atlanta, uh, um, Arizona, I know they're still counting, but it looks like they're going to get it. So, you know, not bad. Not bad at all. So, well done. I am available if you want me to work. You know, BBC, not the fucking BBC. Maybe CNN, I could work with John King, couldn't I? Yeah. Um, and I'm going to miss those guys. I've become very close, like intimately entwined, you know, in all of their lives. So at least they've become entwined in my life last week or so. Everyone I know in Britain has been watching CNN, who's been like tracking this closely. And, um, you know, John at the board, Wolf. Oh, mate, they're the best, aren't they? I mean, they are really the best. Those two. And John especially, just he could talk for hours at the board. And of course, they weren't doing much apart from waiting for results from Pennsylvania, like for like two days, just doing the same shit, the same stuff. It was very entertaining. 
and then the night crew would come along, Don Lemon and um, Chris Kumo, and that kid at the board that I didn't like, I didn't kind of remember his name, but he's no John King, is he, that guy? And then on the other side, you've got, um, what's his name? Kapakaniki? Kanaki? Kapanaki? What's his name? You know, that guy on MSNBC, who I quite like, he's all right, but he's no John King. Um, but the thing that I really loved about the Wolf and John King uh, duo was the way that, and Chris Kumo, he just got, he kept getting in the fucking shot all the time, yeah? When the kid at the board was talking about the stuff at the board, Chris was like, he was talking to Chris because Chris was in shot. And it's like, what, the, this di- this is a diabolical um, setup here. It's a diabolical vibe you got between you. Just leave the guy to do this shit at the magic board and get out of the fucking shot, Chris, right? Wolf, he's been around Wolf, you know? Wolf Blitzer, he knows to... to This is John's uh, territory. You know, let John do his thing. And Wolf is just off shot. And you know when, you know... If you've been watching it, you know exactly what I mean. Whenever John does a thing like, oh, well, we're waiting for, you know, Pennsylvania, where we've got Michigan in the bag and... Wisconsin, so we're just waiting for Pennsylvania. Why is it so important? Fucking no. Like, we all know, but they're still telling us. Like, you know, every half an hour they're telling us because there's nothing else to do while we're waiting for these fucking results. And why is it so important? Presses the thing, it goes blue. You know, presses the button, the fucking map, and makes Pennsylvania go blue. And then Wolf Blitzer, with his little bit of paper, he gestures... To the 270 as as uh, biden's results zoom up to 270 he's just every time he gestures with his little bit of paper to the 270 i absolutely love that every time like, <laughs> it's, it's, he must have done it about 50 times this week so that's what i'm gonna miss anyway i slightly feel like i've buried the lead here in this intro <laughs> right so we have got for you a series of um Voices, like a kind of montage, if you like, of voices from the election and the last couple of days, obviously. And um, so, yeah, that's kind of the show tonight. And then I round up with a little bit on uh, what it means for that fucking prick, Sausage Johnson, which isn't good, basically, you know. So, um, yeah, there we go. Welcome. four long tense days we've reached a historic moment in this election we can now project the winner of the presidential race cnn projects joseph r biden jr is elected the 46th president of the united states winning the white house and denying president trump a second term we're able to make this projection because cnn projects biden wins pennsylvania the former vice president it is third run for the highest office pulling off a rare defeat of a sitting commander-in-chief with this victory kamala harris is set to become the first woman and the first person of color to be the vice president. Again, CNN projects Joe Biden will become the 46th president of the United States. And Jake, he is now president-elect Joe Biden. Van, what are your thoughts? Uh, it's, um... 
Well, it's easier to be a parent this morning. It's easier to be a dad. It's easier. It's easier to tell your kids character matters. It matters. Tell them the truth matters. Being a good person matters. And it's easier for a whole lot of people. If you're Muslim in this country, you, you, you don't have to worry if the president doesn't want you here. If you're an immigrant, you don't have to worry if the president's going to be happier to have babies snatched away or send, send dreamers back for no reason. <laughs> for a lot of people who have really suffered. You know, the, the, I can't breathe. You know, that wasn't just George Floyd. That was a lot of people that felt that they couldn't breathe. Every day you're waking up and you're getting these tweets and you just don't know, and you're going to the store, and, and people who have been afraid to show their racism are getting nastier and nastier to you, and you're worried about your kids, and you're worried about your sister. And can she just go to Walmart and, and get back into the, her car without somebody saying something to her? And, 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 and you spent so much of your life energy just trying to hold it together. And this is a big deal for us just to be able to get some peace and, 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 and have a chance for, for, for a reset. And, and the character of the country matters. And, 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 and being a good man matters. I, you know, I just want my son to, to look at this. Look at this. You know, it's easy to, to, to do it the, the cheap way and and, 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 and and get away with stuff, but it comes back around. It comes back around, and this is a good day for this country. I, I'm sorry for the people who lost. Uh, for them, it's not a good day, but for a whole lot of people, it's a good day. The biggest problem the country was facing got fixed on election night. He is removed from power. No more hail to the chief. No more presidential seal, flags, Air Force One, Marine One, rendering of salutes. No more members of his scumbag family polluting our polity. They are gone. All of them. The Sebastian Gorkas, the Steve Bannons, Kellyanne Conway, McEnany, all of them will never, ever, and I mean ever again, hold political power in this country, right? We have 565 orphaned children because of the actions of the government of the United States. Everywhere you look, there's damage and there's tragedy. And so we should understand something. Trumpism is a thing. It's real. It is an authoritarian, statist, cult of personality ideology with fascistic markers that has rooted itself in America's political soil, like a noxious weed, like an invasive species. It's here. It is undemocratic. You see the... Mark Levins and the Laura Ingrams and these people today who are out and openly subverting the idea of American democracy. They want there to be a coup. Mark Levin fantasizing about the instructions to electors to overturn the popular will of the American voter. They are against 
American democracy. And so for 20 years, we've seen a mix of far-right propaganda networks who got nothing but crazier over the last five years, poisoning the American polity. And whatever the number of minorities is that ultimately voted for Trump, I know this, in the House of Representatives on the Republican side, there are more QAnon members than there are minorities who are members of Congress. And there's going to be more QAnon people running. The Republican Party will get more extreme in this moment. Donald Trump will not go away. He will sit on the outside and agitate. But we're going to have to fight this. And it's not just in America. It is a global anti-democratic movement. It's not an accident when Nigel Farage is on the stage with Donald Trump in Arizona. And and we're going to have to figure out in the country, the majority of us who don't agree on everything, by the way, but are faithful to American democracy. We're going to have to figure out how to talk about this in an ideological framework between democracy and freedom and liberty and the authoritarianism and the statism that this Trumpist movement represents. Republicans are red, Democrats are blue. I'm Donald Trump. And I'm fucking off soon. The White House will have a new president. You know that's true. I've been mad without precedent. It's sad because my madness is evident. And the coronavirus endorsed me for president. Trump is going to win and you're going to lose. But that turned out to be fake news because I've left the country broken and tired. The American people told me you're fired. Wow. I've been shown the door. I'm a loser. Maybe Joe Biden has killed me. Wow. I've been shown the door. I'm a loser. Maybe Joe Biden has killed me. it is to Joe's character that he had the audacity to break one of the most substantial barriers that exists in our country and select a woman as his vice president. But while I may be the first woman in this office, I will not be the last. Because every little girl watching tonight sees that this is a country of possibilities. And to the children of our country, 
regardless of your gender, our country has sent you a clear message. Dream with ambition, lead with conviction, and see yourselves in a way that others may not, simply because they've never seen it before. But know that we will applaud you every step of the way. has always been shaped by inflection points, by moments in time where we've made hard decisions about who we are and what we want to be. Lincoln, in 1860, coming to save the Union. FDR in 1932, promising a beleaguered country a new deal. JFK in 1960, pledging a new frontier. And 12 years ago, when Barack Obama made history, he told us, yes, we can. Well, folks, we stand at an inflection point. We have an opportunity to defeat despair, to build a nation of prosperity and purpose. We can do it. I know we can. I've long talked about the battle for the soul of America. We must restore the soul of America. Our nation is shaped by the constant battle between our better angels and our darkest impulses. And what presidents say in this battle matters. It's time for our better angels to prevail. Tonight, the whole world is watching America. And I believe at our best, America is a beacon for the globe. With full hearts and steady hands, with faith in America and in each other, with love of country, a thirst for justice. Let us be the nation that we know we can be, a nation united, a nation strengthened, a nation healed, the United States of America. And ladies and gentlemen, there's never, never been anything we've tried we've not been able to do. So remember, as my grandpa, our grandpa, used to say when I walked out of his home when I was a kid up in Scranton, he said, Joey, Keep the faith. And our grandmother, when she was alive, she yelled, no, Joey, spread it. Spread the faith. God love you all. May God bless America. And may God protect our church. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Fridays, it's free and
They call him Britain Trump. And nobody in the Biden administration um, or the Biden team have forgotten um, Sausage Johnson's racism when it comes to Barack Obama. And they're no fan of Johnson. And Johnson is squirming on a fucking hook now that his pal and, um, you know, the, the one leader beyond all leaders who he looks up to was Trump. And he's tried to uh, kind of fit into the Trumpian moulds to great disaster in Britain, you know. But now Trump is over. And Trump, very quickly, um, Trump is just, a, you know, finished. And it feels like a very long time ago. And so, unfortunately, we still have Sausage Johnson fucking around. And here's uh, Dominic Raab. Raab, fucking idiot. He can't even answer a straight question. Uh, Sophie Ridge asked, asked him this this morning, and it is incredible that he didn't have an answer. Do you think that all votes should be counted in a democratic election? Look, uh, I don't want you to get drawn into pining on what is a different system in the US. Well, I can say, and I said from the outset... Hang on, sorry, sorry. The question is, do you think all votes should be counted in a democratic election? I find it astonishing there's not an answer to that. Well, because what you're going to... If I say yes and there's an appeal that goes one way, we know, for example, there's going to be recounts. Okay? We know that in, in relation to some of the state seats, we know in relation to some of the Senate seats, uh, but we, we can also say that the result is clear now. I don't think that's... Yeah, yeah, ba ba ba. I'm not going to opine. Well, you count the fucking votes in a recount as well, you stupid twat. Um, so, yeah, Boris Johnson is in deep trouble because Biden has made it very clear that there is not going to be any UK-US trade agreement unless they sort their shit out over that ridiculous um, law they're trying to put through, which breaks international law in relation to the Good Friday Agreement for um, you know Britain and the Republic of Ireland. And Biden's not going to stand for it at all. Yeah. So if they want a UK trade deal uh, with the US, they're going to have to do something about it. So there we go, Joe Biden and before him, Kamala Harris, of course, and then a couple of people that were uh, reacting to his victory. And then we heard from Cassette Boy, Steve Smith, um, Van Jones, Wolf Blitzer. And it's interesting, if they had counted uh, the all of the votes uh, in the early voting period first and released those figures first, and it was much clearer that um, he had won the uh, the blue walls. Um, so, you know, the, the one blue wall, but the three states. The blue walls. Um, so, for instance, if, if it was clearer that he'd won Pennsylvania on the night, we wouldn't have had this sense that we've had all week now of, like, dread. Basically, this sense of dread hasn't really been able to leave us, you know? And I think I speak for a lot of people here. I mean, obviously not just me and my mates, but this real feeling of 
you know, what is going to happen. Even if we knew mathematically there was really only one way for this to go, until it happens, obviously, you, it doesn't, it hasn't happened yet, you know. So uh, that's wise, isn't it? Write that down in your notebooks. So, uh, you know, but if we had got a, a deal breaker result on Tuesday night, it would be like, oh my God, this is an amazing victory. Like he's ahead by at least 5 million votes. It might go up to 7 million votes. It looks like he's going to get 306 on the board, which isn't bad, you know, considering he's fighting against old, you know, this fucking mad guy. And it does say a lot that Trump... America is in a big host of shit. A big host of shit. (laughs) Because... You know, Trump put on votes, like he put on millions of votes. So it's quite worrying, you know. So I do understand that. But like Steve Schmidt said brilliantly, the major concern that America has had uh, for the last four years is now no more. And he just sounds so old. And of course, he's going to try to be relevant. But I think that everybody should unfollow him on on Twitter. And I think there's a vast majority of people that aren't robots, you know, kind of... um, Putin Kremlin inspired robots or Kremlin programmed robots, which is probably makes up a good, you know, 10 million of uh, Donald Trump's 88 million uh, followers on Twitter. But the vast majority of people on Twitter, I think, follow him because, you know, it's like a news source in a weird way. You know, it's like news from an alternate world. Do you know what I mean? But I think a lot of people should unfollow that fucker. I certainly have. I mean, not that I was, you know, kind of hanging on to every word that he said, obviously, but it's just because if you're on Twitter, you follow Donald Trump. You know, that's kind of the way it goes for a lot of people. But I've unfollowed him and I hope a lot of people do. And I think very quickly we're going to see that he just recedes into um, the history books, you know, not in a good way. And he's going to become very irrelevant, just this golfing fucker. And interestingly, in London, in um, Madame Tussauds, the famous waxworks uh, or Baker Street, uh, they have changed his outfit from, you know, um, suit with a red tie to golfing gear. (laughs) They're keeping the the mannequin, you know, because why not? It's Donald Trump and it costs a lot of money to make those fucking mannequins. Like it's £20,000 a pop at least. So they're keeping it, but they're putting him in, you know, baggy golfing clothes. And you know what? The uh, the one in Disneyland is uh, the waxworks in Disneyland. They had done a Hillary Clinton one because they expected her to win. So they, <laughs> this is absolutely true, right? Look it up. When um, when Donald Trump won in, in 2016, they had to redo the Hillary Clinton one. <laughs> make it kind of like you know puff out the face and change the wig but if you look closely like seriously google this google um donald trump disneyland waxwork hillary clinton something like that and um (laughs) you can see hillary like you can totally see hillary in this in this trump face ah the trump face so I know that I've got listeners in the States. So listen, if you uh, voted for Biden, thank you ever so much. And not just me is saying that, like I can, you know, speak with some authority, that the vast majority of listeners around the world and there's a whole host of, you know, countries that listen to this 
are just breathing a sigh of relief. At last, the fucking nightmare is over. And it is over, like I was saying the other day. There's no, you know, don't get panicked by any of his fucking shenanigans, you know. I've got a real feeling that he's just going to fucking plummet, you know. And there will be, obviously, a good amount of people that, um, well, you know, fucking like him, maybe watch his fucking TV show, whatever he goes on to next, some bullshit thing. But that's fine. You just, like, screen that out. It's got nothing to do with your life. He's not in the White House, you know. He's not this dangerous presence that is, uh, you know, uniformly making terrible political decisions with massive consequences. I mean, you know, COVID-19 has really... It is unbelievably bad in the States. Unbelievably bad, you know? It is unbelievable. And just right, you know, on Monday, Biden is... So tomorrow, Biden is going straight to work, right? These are the people that we're appointing on the COVID task force. And, you know, the transition might be a bit sloppy. And it does matter. It's not just that, you know... Of course, you know, Biden knows the White House. He worked there for eight fucking years. He knows it all. And his team know it all. Uh, but the, there are obviously bridging issues, you know, from from now until January that you would hope a kind of competent White House would, you know, help out the incoming administration. And that's not going to happen. And that might have an impact, like obviously on COVID-19, the most obvious one. Let's say, for instance, Barack Obama, in, when he... when um. Uh, George W. Uh, Bush was the kind of outgoing president. Obama said they just had the kind of crash of 2008, you know, October, November crash. And Obama said, listen, we we need to do something to save the uh, car industry. Uh, We don't exactly know what we can do until we're in there, but we need at least like some kind of like money to give to the car industry now, right? This is like, you know, October, November um, 2008, and obviously came in, you know, the end of January 2009, yeah, Obama. And um, George W. Bush said, yeah, absolutely, that's fine. Just, that's great, we'll arrange that, and okay, fine. And, you know, they, they couldn't have been better, apparently. I mean, I'm a fucking fan of George Bush. But even in these, it's just such a conventional, like, thing. Obviously, you realise, oh, well, I lost. My, my you know, the Republicans lost. There's a fucking Democrat coming in. And so, obviously, we're going to kind of show them the ropes, you know. So they had a day where they were kind of sorting out all of the teams. And, like, you know, everybody um, would kind of shadow the job for the day and talk about, you know the work that they do and you know what it's like to be in the west wing and they had a photo op with all of the surviving presidents um and then the president elect obama so you know that kind of thing is uh, it's like nice for the cameras and of course there's no not really like a massive amount of detail that you go into like of course you know everyone knows what they're fucking doing if you're like the comms director for the president elect you know what to do or whatever but you just need to watch West Wing anyway. You just like, you know, okay, who's Toby? Oh, I'm Toby. Fucking hell, I'm Toby. <laughs> you know? Uh, but, uh, it, it, you know, in terms of the kind of tangible policy thing, it would help if you had a, a you know, a, a president in at the moment 
who thinks, oh, right, okay, well, this is what we're doing on COVID, for instance, yeah? This is where we're at with the COVID plan. There needs to be a COVID plan, first of all, for that to happen, and there needs to be a fucking competent, you know, uh, president for that to happen. Anyway, um, so, yeah, really exciting, and, you know, Biden's got a lot on his plate, and we can talk about that in, uh, you know, later episodes, but I'm going to leave you with the genius... Uh, it's a beautiful song. This is America, quite a haunting song in many ways. And thank you ever so much for listening. Uh, take care of yourselves. Next show is Monday, tomorrow. And I think we might have to go back to talking about coronavirus. Uh, coronavirus, because we're in the middle of the lockdown. Now we're not in the middle. We just started the old lockdown in Britain. It's quite quiet on the roads. We went out today and uh, very quiet. Yeah, uh, so let's think of a spider let's think of a spider with his eight legs scuttling around there he is there father christmas the spider one two three walk between the raindrops take care of yourselves thanks ever so much for listening bye carry him. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like, yeah. Yeah, I'm so dull like, yeah. We gon' blow like, yeah. What I'm whipping up, look how I'm geeking up. I'm so pretty. I'm on Gucci. I'm so pretty. I'm on get it. Watch me move. This is Sally. That's a tool. On my Kodak. Black. Ooh, know that. Hundred bands, hundred bands, hundred bands. Contraband, contraband, contraband. 
America. I just check my follow and listen. You motherfuckers owe me.